And this conscious hyperventilation allows you to take the energy away from your prefrontal cortex, your monkey mind, the stuff that is telling you how to act, how to be all day long. And most of us are caught there, right? They say, get in your head, you're dead. So you got to get into your body and the breath allows you to get into your body, but also into the limbic system, which processes emotion and time in a nonlinear fashion. So you can basically re-simulate these childhood or painful experiences that you went through in real time in a productive way. And when you feel, you heal. Then you can step in your life a whole being how we were meant to. It's Thursday, October 13th, and you're listening to the Breathe and Think Better podcast. Every weekday at noon Pacific time, we go live on TikTok to discuss mental health, mental fitness, and accessible techniques that everyone can use to reduce their psychological suffering and live a happier and more fulfilling life. Today, we're joined by Todd Newman, a breathwork facilitator, healing guide, consciousness coach, and founder of Soul Freedom Breathwork. We discuss Todd's journey into breathwork, consciousness, and what it means to really live life. Let's hop right into the conversation. Hey, Jake. Hey, Danny. All right. We nailed that today. That nailed. one felt really good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm excited for today's show. If you guys are just hopping in, we're going to be joined by Todd Newman of Soul Freedom Breathwork. He's a breathwork facilitator, healing guide, consciousness coach. Uh, he's also on TikTok. And uh, we're going to get a little bit of his story, kind of how he got on the path that he's on and what he's up to and we're going to talk breathwork and meditation just, just like we do every day. Love it. And it looks like Todd's joining us right now. Right on cue. <laughs> Hello, what, my friends. What's up, Todd? What's hey, up, Todd? guys? Todd, How I'm, feeling? I'm good. I'm Danny, and, uh, and this is Jake, and it's, it's nice to meet you, man. We're excited to have you on. Same with you guys. I love the content y'all share. It's, it's golden stuff, man. I feel like more people need it and uh, the presentation Pristine. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. We just uh, I just gave kind of like a little introduction to everyone who's in the room um, on on who you are and what you do. But uh, I'd love it if you could just uh, start with kind of how you got started on the journey you're on right now. Why are you so into breathwork, meditation, consciousness? How is that stuff? How'd you get started on all that? I got launched into this world uh, from lucid dreaming, nice. right? It, it was kind of a dark place to awaken because it was in the movie Insidious. Y'all ever seen Insidious? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it happened. Yeah, so Insidious, this, this young boy gets stuck in the astral realm, right? And he leaves his body and gets stuck there. But I didn't, I didn't know that was a thing. So I go home, and I'm like, is astral projection real? And the government knows about it. People are doing it. They're leaving their body and exploring so I experiment with it, and within a month, I do it, right? And after I did it, I actually thought I messed up. I was laying down on my couch, and I twitched. And everybody knows when you twitch, you have to restart. So I was like, ah, oh, man, forget it. I tried to get up, and then something happened. There's a TV right in front of me, and there's this being crawling out of my TV, and it scared me. So I try to get up, but what actually happened is I rise out of my body, I go to the ceiling and I turn around and my body's still on the couch. And I was like, oh my gosh, no way, I, I did it, right? So then I explore the rest of my house with my family in it. And I'm like, okay, there's something more to this world. So I dive into meditation from there. And um, what triggered the breath work is the good old Iceman himself, Wim Hof. Mm. I found him by accident while I was in the woods. 
It was a it was a journey on some psychedelics. <laughs> I accidentally found Wim Hof while looking for music. And this is the moment that shifted it all for me. So I lay down. I'm in the middle of the woods, do the breath work. And at the end, I reach a state of consciousness where I have instantaneous answers to any questions I have. Uh, a state I've never experienced. So, of course, I ask the question, why am I here? What is my purpose? Right? We all want to know that. And a voice that wasn't mine, a voice that came from all directions, said, you are to be a breath of fresh air everywhere you go. And I said, okay, how can I bring that to the world? And, of course, breath work. You got to share it with that, right? but also with kindness, a smile, some love. So yeah, that's how I got started. That's how my journey began. Oh man, and just for everyone who's listening, Todd is doing this on such a level. Just this morning, I saw on your page, you posted, what, three or four videos from your car spreading this message, spreading the love? Yeah, got to, man. It's crazy. It's like when the flow comes, it comes. It's something that channels through you, and if you don't catch it, it's gone. It will go away, right? We're yeah. just conduits. We're just channelers. And uh, I feel like when it's there, you got to use it. We talk about that, uh, Jake and I. It's like the muse, right? Sometimes people try and catch the muse, but you can't catch the muse. The muse has to come to you. And when the muse is there and that creativity is flowing and you're in that flow state, that's when all this amazing kind of stuff gets channeled right through you. And that's been such an interesting concept for us. We've been working together for like three years now. And, you know, you can tell, like I can tell when, when Jake has the muse and, and I'm sure he can tell when I have it. And we just, we catch it and we run with it. And then I think that for some people, it's important to understand that you can't, you're not always operating at that super high level, right? And you can't expect yourself to. And so I always try and tell people, you know, don't, you can't, you can't have the expectation that you're always going to be this amazingly creative, like, you know, super, superhuman. But there are things that you can do that can help you sort of unlock that potential, right? And I've seen, yeah. I've seen you post some of those, some of those breathwork exercises that, uh, that can really help you tap into that sort of flow state. For sure. Well, I feel like people understanding the various brainwave states is key to understanding flow state. Mm -hmm. Right. Most of us, like right now, we're in beta, which is mm -hmm. waking awareness to high stress for under beta is alpha. That's our creative awareness, our flow state and right under is theta. So that alpha to theta is the golden range. And if you can use uh, learn to use meditation and breath work to get there, you can choose to tune into that infinity on purpose and do it. Oh my gosh. Most people don't know about this, right? And this gets me so pumped up, especially for creatives, right? Mm -hmm. They're doing so good. They're feeling so good, but then they lose their flow and they're blocked. And then they're focused on the block, which brings more of it. But mm -hmm. if they just learn to control their breath, breathe in life, life force energy, then you can bring them back. Absolutely. It's interesting that you say that, too, because one of our mentors, he's a 30-year a pranayama practitioner, and he lives up in Hollywood. His mm -hmm. name's Joshua Townshend, so shout out to Joshua. He actually devotes his practice because he's a script writer, he's a director, so he devotes his practice to teaching people how to tap into these states of mind. And so he uses pranayama, breath work, he uses you know mindfulness, meditation, and all those tactics to get people in that state of mind where they can be their most creative self. But he takes it to another level because you're acting too. So you need to kind of help, you need to manipulate these states of mind because sometimes when you're acting like, okay, yeah, you need to be present, of course, but 
are you is it a scene where you're expressing anger or is it a scene where you're expressing joy yeah and then every single one of those emotions that you have to portray through acting has an associated breathing pattern Mm. this is one of the biggest breakthroughs i ever had is knowing okay when i'm stressed out i'm breathing this way when i'm happy i'm breathing this way but the phone works both directions if you shift the breathing you shift the emotion Right. And when you can do that through acting, you can literally channel anger at any moment and start getting into it. That's so amazing. That's cool. How did y'all come upon your uh, your mentor? He actually came to us. So we so Danny and I started publishing content on this about three years ago. And um, we were just on Instagram and he saw like the content that we were producing and he reached out and he was like he just reached out and was like he just DM'd me and was like, Hey, would love to talk to you about breathwork. And I looked at him. It's just like, you know, like there was nothing fancy on his page. Like he had like 200 followers. But for some reason, I just got the vibe. I was like, I definitely want to talk to this dude. And he calls me and he tells me he's like, so 30 years ago, I was in a CBS studio and I was waiting for my set. And you don't know when you're going to go on set. So sometimes it could be two hours. Sometimes it could be eight hours. So he's like, so I just decided to learn breathwork. And he picked up a book on pranayama and he's like, I would practice pranayama for like two to eight hours, just like in my trailer waiting to go on set. And he saw that we were, you know, publishing about this content and he just started to like, just give us the breakdown. He was like, listen, he's like, here's how you can upgrade what you're doing. And and he starts telling us just different language we can use. And, and he sent over like a breathing timer for us to use. And like, he taught me like the, the 10, 10, 10 breathing technique that I actually just did this morning because I had a feeling that I had to like prep for this because, you know, like I had a feeling like, all right, Todd's coming on breathwork coach, all about human optimization. I got to make sure I get into this, you know? And so it's like, they say, you know, when the student's ready, the teacher appears. If that isn't the most true thing I've ever heard, And I think a big part of it is also our reticular activating system. Now, for those of you who don't know, we have a certain part of our brain that once you become aware of something, you see it everywhere. Y'all have had this happen to you, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. You get a new car and then you're like, oh, they have this car, they have this car, they have this car. It's always been there. It just came into your awareness. And when you became this breather, this focused into this, it's like it gets magnetized to you. It's crazy the synchronicities that happen when you're aligned with your breath. When you're aligned with your purpose and with your aligned with your vision, you become that magnet. So tying the breath back to all of that, when you learn to circulate the breath through your entire body, through your entire being, you learn to channel life force energy, chi, prana, mana, ki, whatever you want to call it. It's been talked about all throughout various religions, but this is our ability to tap into something higher, right? So the breath is a Sanskrit word for spirit. Spirit stems from the word spirar, one who breathes. So if you want to tap into the higher realms of creation, using the breath is the best tool you can do to get there, right? I love that. We had a, Todd, we had a question come in um, in the comments. Uh, someone wants you to take a shot at this one. So they're getting a constant urge to take a breath about every five minutes, and they're not sure why. So if you want to take a stab at that question, what do you think? I mean, you should be breathing deep every minute, every moment. 
Air hunger. Okay. So most likely when you're getting air hunger, it isn't because you need oxygen. It's for the need to offload more carbon dioxide. Mm -hmm. So one of the best things I can recommend to you is to take longer exhales and get comfortable with that longer exhale because that's going to take you out of that state of stress. It seems like that air hunger is probably stressing you out. So you're stuck in that sympathetic nervous system. So if you want to switch from fight or flight in your stress response to rest and digest, restore and repair, exhaling twice as long as you inhale is one of the quickest ways to do that. So my friend, if you're watching, try doing this real quick, taking a double inhale through the nose and an audible sigh. One more time. Audible sigh. I was also going to suggest that that physiological sigh, I know you talk about it on your page all the time. We, we, it's one of our favorite exercises. And, and just like Todd said, that'll shift you into the parasympathetic nervous system. And also it reinflates the, the air sacs in the lungs. Sometimes if you're, if you're in that state of constant stress, they'll, they kind of, they kind of shrink and decompress and that can inflate them. That might help with the air hunger. But uh, thanks for that. If anybody else has questions as we kind of go through the, the conversation, I'll do my best to, uh, to toss some of them out. Be sure to uh, just toss those in the comments. And thanks to everyone who's, who's liking and, uh, and sharing right now. And um, I think, Todd, so we talked about kind of how you got started on the, on the path. That was a phenomenal story. Is there any sort of – you talked about Wim Hof a little bit as a mentor. Is there any other inspirations or anything that you'd like to share with, with the listeners? I know for us personally, James Nestor has been, has been huge for us, and I can, I can see you agree in there too. Um, but yeah, any, any other inspirations that you want to share with people where they can get some more information? 100%. So like you said, James Nestor, Breathe, The New Science of a Lost Art, one of the best books anybody can read, right? Because it's at the basis of everything that we do. Master your life. That's what I believe. Also, Dan Brule. He's been studying breath work uh, in the Western world basically longer than anybody that I've found. And he isn't dedicated to one practice. He describes himself like a honeybee. He goes to each practice, learns it, takes a little bit, and brings it all together and cross-pollinates this beautiful formula of breath. So he's one of the guys that I look up to because I believe in we all have puzzle pieces to the game we call life. And when you're open and knowing that there's many ways to find the truth, many ways to find the path, I think that's how you do it. So him, uh, also Brian Kelly. I did a transformational breath work session with Brian Kelly probably about three years ago, and it shifted me forever. I had been studying breath and breath work for seven years, but I had never had the experience that I had that I did there. I had this massive cathartic release, body shaking, literally crying like a little baby for minutes, for 10 minutes basically. But then after I reached a state of consciousness where I was like one with everything, I felt so aligned and clear in my vision but then I realized why I was crying. So we store emotions deep within our body on a subconscious, unconscious level. And the breath, when you're doing these deep, expansive breaths, continuous, conscious breathing, it allows it to release. You allow what you've been storing in your body to get out, right? And for me, it was stuff that I went through as a kid. And we don't realize how much the experiences from our childhood dictate how we act as an adult. And I saw things and experienced things that no kid should have to go through. Feelings of not being enough, feelings of being out of control in my environment, and that moved into my adulthood. So I saw all these visions that I had as a kid, but I no longer had the emotion that was attached to it. And they mm. say it, a memory without emotion becomes wisdom. 
And in that moment, it shifted everything for me. How I stepped into life literally in one hour of breathing changed me forever. So I became obsessed with this one technique and now I've shared it with thousands of people and it, it just continues to change my life and hundreds of others. That's awesome. And and what was the uh obviously we don't <clears throat> we don't have time to go through the the full, but was it like was it similar to like a holotropic breathing, like a really heavy respiration that you did for an hour? Or what what was what was that experience like uh like for the breath? Yeah, so a lot of these breathwork practitioners use very essentially the very same technique in different variations, right? Mm-hmm. The little formula shifts. So holotropic, they just basically put on some intense music and you just breathe hard for two, three hours, right? Transformational breathwork, the difference with that one is that you have an active guide the entire time, guiding you through the experiences, guiding you through your subconscious and bringing you to places that you may not have gone on your own, okay? And the breath is basically a conscious connected breathing all through the mouth. So it's that circular deep breath, which allows you to tap into states that you would never normally go into. Now, I love the science behind this because it's conscious hyperventilation. And this conscious hyperventilation allows you to take the energy away from your prefrontal cortex, your monkey mind, the stuff that is telling you how to act, how to be all day long. And most of us are caught there, right? They say, get in your head, you're dead. So you got to get into your body and the breath allows you to get into your body, but also into the limbic system, which processes emotion and time in a nonlinear fashion. So you can basically re-simulate these childhood or painful experiences that you went through in real time in a productive way. And when you feel, you heal, then you can step in your life, a whole being how we were meant to. So yeah, <laughs> I get excited. Sorry if I went too deep. No, no, no. I love this. I love this. I think there's something with the rhythm of the breath that like tapping into that rhythm of the breath, it just unlocks something there. I, it, it's spiritual. It, re- it really is because I know we can, you know, pull up the science behind it and everything, which is, which is great because that's kind of what got Danny and I into it was like the whole science behind it and like the whole breath. And then the deeper we go, I'm like, all right, a lot of this stuff just, you just can't prove it. You know, yeah. you just need to, you just need to do it to, to truly experience it. And you're doing a great job at articulating it because I, I struggle in that area where I'm like, okay, I'm going so deep into these states of consciousness. I don't even know how to describe it. I don't even, all I can do is just smile and look at you. You know, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> We were talking um, even on yesterday's show, just like something simple, like like we know that emotions are stored in in the body, right? And we were talking specifically about the chest and the hips. When you're entering like a a mind state of of anxiety or frustration, like I feel it immediately in my chest. And then when you do like some yoga or something, you're releasing the hips. You're going to get that rush of emotion, and and that's something that like a lot of people would agree with. But we can't necessarily really explain that with it with the science yet. Um, yep. But it's it's those it's those kind of simple things and and just like jake said the deeper you go down the rabbit hole the harder it gets to to explain it's like a lot of times we'll be talking to our friends they're like so what do you guys do and it's like uh, <laughs> um we just discovered yesterday that there's no self uh, i'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> we're all one and uh experiencing ourselves i, I think that's what it is <laughs> i have a sign in my bathroom now that just says who am i <laughs> <laughs> There was a a spiritual leader, I forgot who it was, it was in the Untethered Soul, and they said if you want to 
achieve the deepest levels of enlightenment, that's the question you need to ask yourself the most. Mm. Who am I? And most people, you ask that question, they tell you their name when that is just the label they were given at birth. And then you get beyond that and they give you their life experience. And okay, who were you before that life experience? And then they give you their body. Okay, what about before you had your body? And then you get down to the core and the essence of who you are. And if you can live from that place, you live a completely different life. Most people are caught in survival. Now, now is not a time to survive. It's a time to thrive, a time to create. And as we step into this breath, as we share this passion with people, we are sparking the fire in the whole, sparking the fire in the collective consciousness. And it's creating this domino effect. And I feel like that is one of the biggest purposes that we have here on Earth is to reawaken, reignite that fire within the other parts of ourselves. What do y'all think about that? I, I agree. And I, I think it reminds me of uh, Eckhart Tolle's book, uh, A New Earth. Um, that's that's essentially what he talks about is that once you can have a sort of awakening or just just dive into your own consciousness, that opens the door for you to for, to help the person next to you and then the person next to them. And it's it's he talks about it as we're really creating a new earth with these sort of, you know, self-exploration ideas. It's like living. You have to live a self-examined life. Because if you're not doing that, what are you doing? And you're, you're just caught in the rat where you're surviving, just like you said. And, and now is not the time to survive. It's the time to thrive. And I think that, you know, some people can hear that, man, and they can like I, I understand like the apathy and like you're stuck in like a, a shitty situation and a crappy job. I get it. I, I really do. I've, I've, I've been in those crappy jobs and, and I understand how that feels. But it's not until that you can take some actionable steps start something like some self-examination through meditation, through breath work, where you can really see the, the light at the end of the tunnel and then move yourself, you know, make movements that way. Um, yep. I think that's, that's how you pull yourself out and, and start to become a part of that new earth. Yeah, definitely. And, cool. to, and to add to that too, like to answer the question, who am I? You need to answer it with a story and you can't describe your sensory experience with a story. Okay, like, like we, like we, we try to, our minds try to create stories to describe how everything works around us. Like, you know, like if I say look up, I'm going to tell you a story about which way I think is up based on my previous experience. But if you really zoom out, like, mm, that's debatable which way is up, you know, <laughs> like, like, and so the practice of breath work and the practice of meditation and the practice of mindfulness and, and non duality is to break the spell of that story and just focus on your sensory experience. And that's where the living part of life comes from. When you actually experience what's happening right now, that's like, that's when you experience these high emotions of peace, love, joy. Like you become a magnet to the people around you. Like you create, you know, what they, the Buddhist term emptiness. And, you know, when, People feel that emptiness, which is like an energy. People want to fill it. And so they want to share with you. They want to be around you. you and like, this is the whole, like, the whole, like, law of attraction thing. Like, that's what happens when you just experience life as a sensory experience and you live your life. Beautiful, amazing things start to happen. You listen to, I was listening to a Rick Rubin podcast yesterday. He's got a new book coming out. You know, for those of you who don't know, Rick Rubin is one of the most legendary music producers of all time. And he 
is a huge practitioner of breath work and meditation because he's tapping into his sensory experience and he's bringing the best out of every artist that he works with. There's a reason why he creates this magic. You so, crazy for this one, Rick? <laughs> <laughs> that that last part that you said, he brings the highest, like basically self of anyone he's around. I think this is a huge part of why it's so important to do the inner work, Right. So I believe that each person unlocks a different version of somebody else. That's why when you're around some people, they're just the best version of themselves. And then you see them with their, their other friends and then they're just like a completely different person, right? It's because we are all keys to each other. Which part of the other person you unlock depends on your vibration. Your vibration depends on how you're breathing. What are you focused on? What story are you telling yourself? Okay, life doesn't happen to us. Okay, well, let me say this. We don't experience life. We experience the meaning that we're giving to life, this story that we're giving to life. But if you can observe life in its essence and its wholeness without having to narrate it with this inner mind, that's when true life begins. When you realize you are not the voice of the mind, but the observer of the voice of the mind, that is where true growth begins. And that is where the gold happens because you become this conduit for this energy. You become this channel for these messages. And it's not our brain. It's not. It's this collective brain that we all have access to. But most people don't know how to get there. Agree 100%. I, I, I want to bring up what Athena just said in the, in the comments because that's cool. So she said she gave her storyteller a name and it's helped her so much when she gets caught up in the dialogue. So instead of saying like, I'm sad, it's like, oh, Danny thinks I'm sad today. But I, mean, <laughs> I, I kind of li- I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I'm definitely going to going to add that into my toolbox. Thanks for that, Athena. That's dope. Yeah. Athena, that's amazing. It reminds me of the roommate. Okay, so imagine if that person who always talked in there was your roommate. Mm-hmm. Would you let yourself live with them? Because usually this person in here is the meanest person we experience in life. Yep. You, you're not worthy of that. You can't do that. You're a, you're a piece of shit. What? If that was a roommate, <laughs> you would beat them up. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be out. All right, oh, guys. Man. Smile. I'm going to take a photo here. Yep. Smile. There we go. All right. Some, just, someone in the comments just, said just, they were like, "Hey, you guys, you guys all look alike." Which is kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So we've got um, we've got four minutes left. This has been such a great conversation, and we're definitely going to do this again, right? We'll we'll definitely get get Todd back in. But I do want so Todd. We always end these sessions with sort of a quick guided exercise, and I'd like to invite you if you want to do just like a quick two to three minute breathe before we uh, before we end. So so us and everyone in the room can can breathe together. Let's uh, let's do that all right sweet okay so i'm all about regulating breaths but i'm really all about transformational breaths so let's do a little bit of transformational breath work we'll do let's say 20 breaths but if you're at home and you're not used to breath work make sure you're in a safe environment do not do this while you're driving operating machinery or in the tub okay guys so this is all going to be through the mouth right you're not supposed to be breathe through your mouth on a daily basis but for this it's okay So everyone take two knuckles, put them in your mouth. That's how wide your mouth should be. We're not breathing through a straw. We're breathing through a wide open mouth. So it's going to be a three-part breath. One into the belly, one into the chest, and then relax and let go. So active inhale, passive let go. Okay, one circular breath. We're going to do 20 breaths. Oh, yeah, Layla said, or pregnant. If you're pregnant, don't do this breath. All right, 
So here we go. Y'all get ready. Three, two, one. In, in. In, in. Letting go. Keep that rhythm. That's three. We're doing 20. Raising the energy into the stomach, into the chest. Relax and release. In, in. Letting go. Feel the energy raising from the base of your spine. Just releasing, keeping that rhythm. Letting go. Letting go with a sigh every time. Breath is life. The deeper you breathe, the deeper you're going to live. How deep can you breathe now? Can you let go? Five more. Making every exhale a bit more relaxed. Three more breaths. And on the last one, breathe all the way in and hold and squeeze. Long, all the air breathing all the way in. Holding and squeezing at the top. For five, four, three, two, one. Letting go with a sigh. Uh, just observing. Sitting in this moment of tingliness and love <laughs> and giving yourself the love that you've been needing. Oh, that was fantastic. Thanks, my friend. Oh, man. Todd, before we go, uh, just give everyone who's listening, where can, they, where can they find you on the socials? Where can they find your services? Give a, give a shout out to yourself. Yeah, so Soul Freedom Breathwork, S-O-L. S-O-L Freedom Breathwork, okay? If you want to find me on TikTok, I'm right here. If you want to find me on Instagram, same handle. Also, at the end of this month on the 25th, having a two-hour breathwork journey, doing the breathwork that we just did. But it will be a lot more intense. <laughs> you might cry. You might scream. You might full body convulse. But I promise you after, you will be feeling lighter than you felt in years. So if y'all are ready, I hope to see you there. Thank awesome. you guys for having me. This has been amazing. Todd, thanks so much, man. We really appreciate you. We'll do this again 100%. And uh, everyone listening, this is uh, Breathe and Think Better Live. You can listen to this episode and all of our other episodes as the Breathe and Think Better podcast. Just search for Breathe and Think Better anywhere on your pod, favorite podcasting platform. We'll come right up. We appreciate everybody in the room. We appreciate you, Todd. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Y'all are light. Um, dude, thank you so much. I Cheers, love Cheers, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Breathe and Think Better podcast. If you want to register for tomorrow's show or find links to Todd's work, just check the show notes of this episode. And if you want to learn more about meditation and breathwork, visit breatheandthinkbetter.com. As always, thanks for listening.